Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. So I asked you guys on Instagram today what you want to hear, or earlier this week, what you wanted to hear on the podcast, and I got a great response. Um, One of the wonderful ladies on there said, your daily habits that help you stay on course and accomplish your goals for the day. So that's going to be the topic is creating structure so you can flow in your day. So you can feel a sense of ease and it doesn't have to feel so constrained. So I want to give you a little backstory. I am someone who used to be very all or nothing, where it'd be like I was working like a freaking maniac and getting so much done, being super productive, going balls to the wall, but then my self-care would really start to suffer and I would start to experience burnout. Um, And if anyone has created burn, or anyone has, well, yeah, I guess it's created, but mainly experienced burnout before, then you know how awful it is. And so if you've experienced burnout, there can be this subconscious, um, you know, belief is if I work really hard, I'm going to get burnt out. And I truly believe once you've experienced it, this is where self-sabotaging habits will start to come into place because we don't know how to be productive and calm at the same time. Um, So I'm going to kind of give you behind the scenes of how I've been structuring my day and how I go through seasons and cycles. You know, I don't, I don't operate in the masculine energy of daily consistency every single day. I look at things as a mode of creation and I plan a lot of things around my internal seasons and cycles of my menstrual period. Um, but even if you don't track your period, that's okay. You will resonate with this because you will feel, because um, you can feel those rise and falls of energy levels. The times where you feel more creative, the times where you feel more like reflecting, analytical, and calm. The times, you know, all the things. So, generally, what I've been seeing from my audience. Um, and my community, which is you, right? And the conversations I've had in the DM on Instagram is there's about three categories that you might fall into. You might fall into one, two, or all three of them. So the first one is you are kicking ass with your productivity and you are working, 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 but there's this feeling of it's never enough. There's never enough. And you are like living and breathing your work. And so you're starting to get stressed out. You're starting to like, it feels like joy is being sucked out of your life because it's this desire of it's never finished. It's never complete. So that's the first category. The second category is overthinking things and thinking about it like five times as much as you're actually doing the damn thing. So this is the perfectionism of thinking about it, knowing that you can do it, but waiting for it to be perfect, wanting it to look a certain way, and just not actually getting it started because it's something that maybe you want really bad and it's just like, I want it to be perfect, I don't know how to start it. And a lot of the times that perfectionism, which we will talk about later, it is it is a trauma response to avoid shame, judgment, failure, right? So the subconscious mind is like, you know, it would be easier if we just don't to avoid the vulnerability of that risk. But there are ways. There are ways that we can override that and create a new subconscious belief. And we'll talk about that. Okay, so that was the second one. The third is unorganized to the point that things are slipping through the cracks and there's a lot of broken commitments everywhere where you say you'll do something and you don't do it and there's a part of you that really wants discipline but there's a part of you that really doesn't because it feels like it's trapping you okay 
So I've gone through cycles of all three of these. So there's no shame in the game, okay? Whether you are stressed out and nothing ever feels enough, but you're also kicking ass because you're getting a lot done, or you're overthinking and you're not taking action and perfectionism's getting in the way. Or the third part is you want discipline and you are unorganized and you need it, but you also don't want it all at the same time because freedom's really important. So let's just dive right in and talk about this. So there's some there's an underlining belief that we need to instill for all three of these to come together and for to be able to see how these are all three related. So this comes down to the belief that it is safe, that you internally feel safe. And at first, you know, when you first hear that, sometimes it's like our conscious mind is like, well, duh, of course I'm safe. I know I'm safe. Like I'm sitting at home or I'm sitting here. But if there's there for every single person, and if you're listening to this podcast, then we connect on a soul level. I already know that to be true or else you wouldn't still be listening. So there's been moments in your life where you didn't feel safe. For me, it was definitely around a relationship that I had. It was a narcissistic relationship where I was... Um, I was conditioned to believe that I wasn't very smart and that I wasn't very like capable and that, and then also too around addictions that I had where I let this different addictions, especially with cigarettes and nicotine take power over me because I didn't think I was strong enough to end it. Obviously that's a big part of my self-love journey and I'm able to talk about it now because I know that that's not true. I learned to create a sense of safety that it was safe to create a life without that addiction or comfort because I hated it, but I loved it, right? That it was safe to end that relationship because I get to believe and I was able to see that I'm worthy of more. Um, And so how does that relate to getting shit done and being organized and things like that? If you fall into that first category of it never feels enough, there's a part of you that doesn't feel safe to stop because you're worried that you'll get behind. And it's this connection between self-worth and productivity, where the subconscious mind believes I am not worthy unless I am doing incredible amounts of work, right? I am not worthy unless I am working. And this is where we get, and so if you stop working, what happens? Anxiety. And so we need to believe and instill the belief that it is safe to relax, that it is smart to relax, and learning how to set structure of when it's enough. So the remedies or the tips that I would give for that first category, if you're someone who's been like putting your self-care off to the side and working insane amount of hours, sometimes we will numb things we don't want to feel through work. You know, being a workaholic so we don't have to feel certain things. So what can we do? I would say create your time off. Like one of the women that just said yes to joining Glow Self-Love Mastermind, she had been taking her work home and working late into the night, even though she's an hourly employee and wasn't logging those hours because she didn't feel like it was enough. And she felt this, she still is feeling this desire to kind of prove. And I experienced that same thing when I worked in a corporate environment. I was working insane amount of hours because I felt like I needed to prove that I was good enough to be there because I didn't believe that I was. But the thing is, I had the job already, so I was. But in my own reality, I felt like I needed to prove it that I I could be there. And so this is where we create boundaries with ourself. That you get to decide what 
time am I off work? And you have to kind of train yourself to be like, okay, when I get home at 6.30, I'm done with work. What can I do to nurture myself, to rest and restore? Maybe that's setting up a walking date with a friend. Maybe that is planning a little date with, you know, maybe that's like sitting down and watching one episode of your favorite TV show. Like who else loves American Idol and Queer Eye? Like I love the shows that are like feel good shows with like real people. Because there's a difference between watching one episode and getting immense joy from it compared to binging 10 episodes and numbing out. There's a lot of different ways that we can avoid the vulnerability of life. We could numb out with work. We can numb out with addictions like substances, you know, alcohol, weed, nicotine. We can also numb out um, like by checking out and just pretending to not care. You know, there's a lot of different ways we can numb out. And work is one of, is the most common in my experience because it's almost glorified and celebrated of like someone working a lot. So set boundaries of when you're off work and create plans so in an honor that. And also too like do a 10 minute meditation and maybe it's too much too abrupt to go from go 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 to stillness. So maybe the meditation is a walking meditation where you're walking and you're just listening to music. Maybe I don't know. Your intuition knows. There's, And I don't want you to think that there's a wrong or a right, but we got to create boundaries um, around that working, overworking, right? And we also need to get a hold of your morning and your evening routines. Are you ready to take the lead? Are you ready to find your voice again? Because Glow is a self-love mastermind and it is starting soon. One of the biggest issues I see is women trying to operate with masculine leadership instead of feminine leadership. If you're like me, you know that you can work hard, but sometimes it's hard to feel like it matters. We've mastered hustle and grind before we've mastered self-love, mindfulness, and soul expression. So don't worry, the feminine flow is very productive, but in a way that feels like creativity, that feels like freedom. And so if you are looking to cultivate this feminine leadership and to step into your self-love, there's a link in the show notes to learn more. If you're someone that is very uh, like a high performance kind of person, the first 30 minutes of the morning and the last 30 minutes before you go to bed I highly recommend having a no cell phone boundary for those morning and evening. It's like the book endings of your day. You know how like you have those like um, little statue things that hold up the books on the front and the back. You need to have those. And those are your routines that help support you. So journaling about what's on your plate, mapping out your day so you're not feeling, you know, stressed out and like setting a plan. But also taking that time to journal and check in with yourself. How am I doing? How am I feeling? What's been coming up? And if you find yourself wanting to just shut the journal and start working, I want you to ask yourself this question. What am I avoiding feeling? And access the inner mama. Because the inner mama is wise and patient and loving and compassionate. And the part of you that feels scared is the inner child that's trying to go, 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 go. And the inner critic is like, go, 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 go. I know I just said like three different internal things, but we have a lot of voices, right? Okay, so if you are in the category of overthinking and not taking action, where you are just like thinking about it. So for example, I just posted a reel um, about like 
it's just a funny reel. If you don't follow me on Instagram, like follow me, come hang out. Like I'm always creating different content on there that's educational, but also entertaining, okay? And she had sent it to me. She's like, you should do this one. Cause it was about like, what do you do? It's like, I glow, I glow mentally, physically, emotionally, you know? And it's very on brand with my mastermind, which is called Glow. <laughs> and just so you guys know, the mastermind stands for gratitude, leadership, optimism and wisdom because those four elements like it's like the philosophy that really really supports us in our self-love journey and we need all four of those but I created it and I posted it and I sent it to her and she was like how long did that take you and I was like well it took about 30 minutes because I wanted to change my outfit I wanted to like get a couple of props I had to do it like 10 times because you know the lip syncing thing if you've never seen reels it's similar to tiktok where you have to like match the lip movements <laughs> so I had to do it a couple times and she messaged back and she's like I've been watching tiktok uh, reels for like two hours but procrastinating on actually creating one because my ego's telling me that it's gonna take too long and you see like the irony there and she's someone who she's also a coach so she's very self-aware and she does like energy work with people but she had been thinking about it and watching and consuming for like two hours but not creating because she felt like that would take too long so our um we can be really creative and avoiding being seen And so this comes back to that sense of safety, that it is safe to be seen, it is safe to be heard, it is safe to take up space, you know? Um, And so if there's been things in your life that you've been thinking about constantly, but you haven't been taking action on, write down these questions. What would be step one? What would be step one? Question two, how can I make this fun? What do you need in order to make this fun? And start thinking about it through the lens of creating versus consuming. Sometimes we consume and then sometimes we create. It's like the input and the output, the input and the output. For me as an entrepreneur, my biggest thing is to create five times as much as I consume. And even saying that out loud, it honestly is more like three times if I'm being realistic is creating three times as much as I consume. So if I'm listening to one podcast, I want to be creating three podcasts and like trusting my voice and trusting my process. And so this is where it comes back to a sense of safety is trusting that you're going to do it great. And maybe it'll just be good. And then eventually good will turn into great. And then great will turn into incredible. But when you have the perfectionistic mindset, it'll try and stop you because it's like, oh, I'm going to mentally prepare and for it to be perfect and great. But the only way that it becomes great is through the practice of letting yourself do it. And this is where messy action is the best mindset is because it's never going to look messy to anyone else. It's just going to feel messy to you. So cultivating that internal voice of telling yourself it's safe to be seen, it's safe to be heard. I'm allowed to play and have fun with this. So whatever it is that you have been thinking about but not taking action on, it's time to start taking action. It's time to get messy, okay? Okay, so I'm gonna be totally honest with you guys and give you a live example of taking messy action and completing it till the end because I am committed to recording and publishing this episode for you. And at the same time, people just showed up to clean the house and we forgot that it was date 
that today was the day they were doing it. So there might be some background noise and you know, we're just going to keep going with it because I still have that third element to talk about, which is for the person who wants discipline and is feeling this unorganization. So there's different tactics that I could be able to share with you. But before we talk about specific tactics or strategies, we need to talk about the mindset of following through with what we start and learning how to not um, overcommit to ourselves or overcommit to other people. Because whenever we feel unorganized, like there's no structure, it's kind of like having a cup with a hole. So if we fill this cup up with water, there's going to be like water leaking out everywhere and it might not leak out all at once but eventually it's going to leak out and so think of the cup as the structure that could be like your schedule that could be your commitments that's what you have like maybe non-negotiable things my favorite way to be grounded and centered in what it is that I want to complete for the day is to write it out the night before and so then in the morning I know exactly what I'm showing up for And I have different seasons, Um, you know, being an entrepreneur, having my own business, I have seasons where I'm in, like for instance, right now, I'm in an enrollment cycle for GLOW. So I am connecting with so many women to identify who is ready for this and who is not, right? So I am working way more than I normally do because of the season, but I'm very strategic. I line that up with my menstrual cycle to make sure that it's the two weeks of my period, Like it's the two weeks um, after I ovulate where I have the most energy. Um, So right now more than ever, I have to be strategic with organization. But normally I'm able to look at the night before and say, what are the top three things on my plate? And this is a really powerful way, especially if you feel like you haven't been getting anything done or you feel like you keep forgetting about things, start writing things down. And even like if you have an iPhone, the notes section, there's a se- there's an area where there's these little circles, right, where it's for to-do lists specifically. And it's powerful to be like, what are the top three things that I get to comp- that I get to do today? And making sure that those three things are for you, right? Maybe you do have commitments to other areas of your life, whether you have kids or jobs or whatever. Um, if there's certain things that you can't give less time to, is it possible to give less energy to it? You know, and what are those non-negotiable things that you want to show up for? And are you willing to show up for it um, imperfectly? Because that's one of the biggest things that will stop us is this feeling of, well, I want it to be perfect. So we won't do it at all. Um, You know, so that's a big part. And think about when you think about discipline, if discipline doesn't uh, resonate with you, which for a lot of women, it doesn't because it just reminds us of getting in trouble when we were younger, you know, getting disciplined. Um, Think about devotion. What are you devoted to? What are you devoted to creating in your day? What are the things that you want to create? like the action items, and then also what are the emotions you want to create? How do you want to feel, okay? So I'm going to leave two links in the show notes. The first link is going to be information about Glow Self Love Mastermind. The second link is going to be a free intention prompt. If you have gotten the intention setting prompts in the past, it's similar, but I've turned it more into a guide and a packet. And so it's free. You could be able to access that and I highly recommend it. So, oh, right now, like, I myself need to drop my shoulders, relax my jaw, because I created a plan for my day, 
and something has shifted, right? <laughs> the cleaning ladies showed up. God bless them. I'm so grateful for them because they help make my life so much easier by doing certain things that I want to get done, but I'm, I need the help. I need the support. And with that is like a beautiful example of life. We make a plan, something happens that can maybe throw off the plan, and it's up to us how we want to respond to that change of events. So with that, trust the process. Trust the process. My favorite mantra to affirm to myself is, I am committed, yet unattached. Committed to what I want to accomplish and create, unattached to how it gets done. Like right now, normally having this like background noise in a podcast would drive me freaking nuts. And if it's driving you nuts, I apologize. They're literally trying to come in right now. So I'm going to call the episode, finish it up. I love you guys so much. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I will see you on the next episode.